Hello there. Welcome to the Common Sense Nutrition Podcast. This podcast today is going to be all about big batch cooking. Sense Nutrition Podcast. I'm really excited that you're here with me today. Uh, says a lot about the fact that you want to learn a little bit more about ways to improve your health, and hopefully, I'm going to share some tips and information with you today that will help you just make that one little tiny bit easier. And today, like I said, we're going to be talking about big batch cooking. I'm going to share some really great um, ideas with you guys. Um, just some benefits of it. We'll discuss. Uh, share with you some places that I go to find ideas to help inspire me when I'm looking to do some sort of a big batch something. And I'm just going to share some tips and some um, ideas for just my my top big batch meal ideas. But um, before I get started, I wanted to just remind everybody to go ahead and check out my website, commonsensenutritionaz.com for more information on what I do as a health coach. excited about this topic. I feel like um, it's really important for us to get our heads around this because I part of what I do as a health coach is I teach um, a clean eating program where I lead a program um, every month for 10 days every month where we're really trying to teach people to make some changes to their uh, lifestyle that become little that become habits and those habits are the things that contribute to the long lasting change in people's lives and one thing i really instill in people is that every meal that you make does not have to be like you're reinventing the wheel and you're you know you're not julia child in the kitchen unless you want to be but most of us aren't and most of us just don't have the time for that so big batch cooking is something that i really feel like it's just going to help all of us if you embrace it and get better at it. I hear so many people say that they don't like to cook or that they can't cook. And I think it's maybe because they're just making it too difficult on themselves. Like they maybe envision sitting down and, and having to like search for and find all these recipes and come up with this crazy list of ingredients. And it just, it, then it becomes overwhelming. And then, you know, when we are in overwhelm, we shut down, right? It's just how our brains work. So um, if I can encourage you to do things that are making life a little bit easier for you, this is one of the top tips that I have is big batch cooking. And I really feel like it's really pertinent right now. I'm recording this a couple days before Thanksgiving and you know, that's a humongous meal. And one of the things I love about Thanksgiving is that I know that when I cook that meal, I'm not going to have to cook, really, I'm not going to have to like make, um, you know, go grocery shopping and come up with another menu. My hope and goal is to have that meal kind of get us through the weekend, right? Thanksgiving's on Thursday. I'm going to make some, you know, leftover, I'm going to make soup out of the leftovers. We're going to have sandwiches. We'll probably just, you know, heat and heat and eat some of the leftovers. We just use it up as much as possible. So I just, I think it's been on my mind because of Thanksgiving. So I just wanted to share some other ideas with you because if it's it, like, just like, let's talk about some of the benefits, for example, first of all, like I said, it's a time saver. And one thing I love about this is that it will, I mean, Thanksgiving meal aside, we know that's not the healthiest, right? But it, but big batch cooking in general really can help you stick with healthy choices. We know that, you know, a failure to plan is a plan to fail. You've heard that cliche line a million times, but when you have 
you when you have something that you've already cooked and then you're going to reheat it or reuse it or repurpose it it just helps you stick to your your healthy meal plan your clean eating plan because something's already cooked or at least partway done for you. So we make bad choices when we don't have options in front of us and we get desperate, right? You know, you just, then you're like eating everything that's not nailed down because you're just hungry and you haven't planned anything. So it helps you stick to those healthy choices and really stick to a clean eating plan and the simplicity of it. Like big batch cooking doesn't have to be difficult or cumbersome. It doesn't have to take hours or all day. It can really just be, it can be a grand scale like Thanksgiving dinner, or it can be just simple things like, you know, cooking extra of, you know, if I'm cooking a chicken breast, I might as well cook two or three chicken breasts, things like that. And we'll talk a little bit more in detail about that. And one of my favorite things is, less mess. I just, I love that. So over the weekend I cooked up some, I, we grilled some chicken and I had some leftover. And last night, um, my Monday nights are usually really busy. I've got a conference call and my Mondays are just kind of nuts anyway. And when my day ends with a conference call, that means I don't have a lot of time to think about dinner, but I really love dinner and I don't want to skip it. So I was like, okay, let's take this leftover chicken out of the fridge. I chopped it up and used a mixture of just a homemade taco seasoning, which you can look up online anywhere. Um, and, and I put it in a skillet, added some taco seasoning to the chicken, and we made homemade tacos out of it. Super easy. And it was, it's in that you kind of feel like you're cheating when you do, like you've hit the, you found the cheat code button, which is, it's awesome. And it's just, it's less mess and less time. It's just awesome. Such a time saver. And I mean, you guys, so many of you guys are busy, busy moms, working moms, you have kids, kids have sports. I mean, there's just so many reasons why we're being pulled in so many different directions. And big batch cooking is a lifesaver for, you know, busy people and maybe not even so busy people alike. But I'm going to tell you guys a little bit. I want to tell you how I, how do you guys find these ideas? How do you come up with, you know, where do you find the recipes? Where do you find the inspiration? One of my favorite and I've said this before, one of my favorite resources is Pinterest. I have a Pinterest account. I have a couple of Pinterest boards. You can find me on Pinterest, Common Sense Nutrition on Pinterest. And um, I actually probably should put together a big batch, a big batch cooking board for all of you guys to follow. And I'll start working on that. That sounds kind of fun. But when I'm in Pinterest, I typically, um, like you can search, do a Pinterest search for big batch cooking, big batch meals. Big back, big batch, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, search by category. You can even do big, big batch snacks. And Pinterest, you can pretty much put any title in there and, and something's going to come up. You can also search in there for sheet pan dinners. And um, you can search things like lunch for a crowd or dinner for a crowd, breakfast for a crowd, or make ahead meals kind of thing. And I really like to search for those ideas you know, add the word vegetarian or vegan to it. I actually like the word vegan better because typically I find that when you're searching for vegetarian in the category, uh, in the in the search field, you get a lot of um, vegetarian meals, unfortunately, have a lot, are high in like, you get a lot of pasta, you get a lot of cheese, you get a lot of just stuff that's not really healthy. It just technically isn't from... <laughs> It's not animal protein. So I really like the, the term vegan better. But um, I actually, you know, when it, I'm not a vegetarian or a vegan. So 
when I'm searching and trying to prepare big batch meals, I actually like that I can do, you know, animal protein in bigger batches so that I can like kind of cook it and freeze it to have it so I don't have to do that every single time. It's it's a time saver, like we said. So um, I want to tell you guys a little bit about some of the, just just to throw off some big batch meal ideas and things that you may want to search for. Like I love um, any type of meatball. And when you search for meatball, you can do meatball in any ethnicity. So you can search for like Asian meatballs, Italian meatballs, Greek meatballs, Mexican meatballs. And, and when you make meatballs, it's kind of, it's work, right? You got to get the ground meat and you got to put all this extra stuff in it. You got to, you know, mix it up and then you got to put them into balls and bake them or cook them somehow. I love doing meatballs. Anytime I have a recipe that calls for them, I usually make a double batch because I can put them in the freezer even before the cooking process. If you um, have one of those retractable um, cookie scoops, I have a couple different sizes, which is awesome for meatballs. And I scoop them out, put them on sheet pans like on um, wax paper or parchment paper on a sheet pan and put them in the freezer. When they're frozen, just pop them off the sheet pan and put them into Ziploc bags, label the bag, put them in your freezer. Those are great for anything. Um, you know, I mean, if you're going to cook them in or, you know, redo that, whatever that recipe was over again, and the meatball part's already done. So that saves a huge amount of time. Um, I'm an Italian New Yorker. I love making big batch spaghetti sauce and freezing it. If I'm going to make spaghetti sauce, it's really not an all day process either. It's super simple. But if I'm going to make spaghetti sauce, I make a double, triple, quadruple batch. And I put that also once it cools, I section it off into one cup or two cup scoops or whatever into, uh, you know, Ziploc bags and also put that in the freezer. And then I label the bag whether or not I put them. Sometimes I put the meatballs right in the sauce. Sometimes I don't. Um, so that's a that's a time saver. And if you got your meatballs already done, I mean, that's the simplest dinner, ready. <laughs> meatballs in the freezer, sauce in the freezer, done. And when it comes to, you know, spaghetti sauce and meatballs, you don't always have to serve it over pasta. You can serve that over, like, maybe all you have to do is heat up a spaghetti squash and thaw the sauce and the meatballs, and that's dinner, right? Or you could put your, your spaghetti sauce, you know, do like some sort of like a chicken parm kind of thing and put it in the oven to bake with, you know, bake it in the sauce. That's a great idea. Um, soups are just one of the easiest big batch meal things you can make. If I'm making some sort of a soup and I don't like to make like cream based or a potato based soup and freeze it because I just, they don't really freeze well. They don't thaw well and the potatoes kind of fall apart. And anytime I'm making soup to put in the freezer, if there's pasta in it, I always leave that pasta out for the freezer portion so that as it thaws, cause you know, Think about that. Pasta is just going to kind of fall apart as it thaws. So, um, but anytime any vegetable-based soup or anything like that is just, if I have a recipe for soup and I'm going to go through the trouble to make it, if I think it's going to freeze well, I will make a double batch or more and freeze it. And just use those, like, you can buy containers, put it in, in bags if it's cool. But I think bags can get a little leaky with liquids as they thaw. But I love putting soups in just quart-sized mason jars and store those in my freezer. Breakfast is really great also. Like, um, I know my son is a swimmer and when he was in high school swimming and he had to get up early in the morning for early morning practice, um, breakfast, the, use your, use a muffin tin and make like little, you know, egg type omelet things. And those are super easy. Just line your muffin tins, like spray them, 
put whatever you would put in a scrambled egg or in an omelet in the muffin cups. Like you can put ham and broccoli and cheese and whatever, you know, spinach, whatever bell peppers are great, what other vegetables you would put in a scrambled egg. And then scramble basically like one egg per muffin cup and pop them in the oven, you know, 350 oven for 15 minutes or so. Check them and take those out and put those in a bag in the freezer. Pull out a couple each week so that they're thawed. I mean, because those are actually great just to eat them at room temperature on the go. Those are a great grab and go breakfast. Or any of those, like if you search for a recipe for like those baked oatmeal cups, those freeze awesome. And that's a great grab and go breakfast, even if you're not really, you know, reheating it. Um, I also love to just do big sheet pans of oven roasted vegetables, like root vegetables, carrots, potatoes, onions, um, you know, beets and parsnips and rutabaga, toss them in olive oil and salt and pepper or any kind of seasoning blend, throw it in a sheet pan in the oven and roast them. And then you can have them for your meat, like maybe that's part of your dinner tonight, but then save that because those are great. The leftover veggies are great just to throw on top of a tossed salad the next day. Um... And I mean, with you can even use like if you if you have meatballs or you have leftover protein, like maybe you have cooked extra chicken breast um, or you have, you know, maybe you roasted a whole chicken and you have some of those leftover roasted veggies, pretty much anything you have left over, you can turn into like, you know, like a Buddha bowl, one of those bowls. Everybody, it's kind of the latest craze, right? Everybody's doing bowls and you make it a theme. You make it a topic. You like I like I said before about the meatballs, make it an ethnic like make a you know, an Asian Buddha bowl or make an Italian Buddha bowl and make it a theme. So maybe do some rice at the bottom and some Italian meatballs with some, you know, uh, you know, roasted zucchini and bell peppers. Just make it an Italian theme. Maybe take some of the spaghetti sauce and put that over the top. Super great make ahead ideas. And you have all these things, you can repurpose them. So it's not like you're eating the same exact thing, you know, meal after meal. That can get really boring. But, you know, even that is okay too. It's better than better than resorting to the junk food. Um, really any type of stew or chili, of course, is great. I love using my instant pot for things like that. And again, just freeze your leftover portions. Pretty much any um, you know, any meal that you're making for dinner. Like I love to make sure on purpose that I have leftovers so that my tomorrow's lunch is covered for myself, my husband. It's great to just have that like, okay, we have extra, put it in a container, put it in the fridge, here's lunch for tomorrow. So that is a huge time saver. And um, I do have a Pinterest board for sheet pan meals, which is also... I love sheet pan meals. Throw everything on a sheet pan. Do a Pinterest search for that and see what comes up. Tons of ideas. Throw everything on a sheet pan. Throw it in the oven. And that is a great way to just do extra. Do two sheet pans worth. And on you know then section it off as you pull it out of the oven. Like here's some for dinner tonight. And, and intentionally section off a container of that for, you know, for your lunches for two or three days. So, um... You know, like I said the other day, I did the chicken. I did chicken, and I made tacos out of the out of the leftover chicken. So, these are such. I hope that these are are some helpful ideas for you guys, and um, that you can that you find this to be you know helpful and um, save you guys some time because this is definitely stuff that we do promote when we are when we're teaching people our clean eating program each month, and it's stuff that making these little changes 
thinking like this as you are planning your meals each week is a really great way to just help you stay on track. And these are the things that we try to teach people in that plan. So, um, you know, hopefully we've we've covered some and given you some compelling reasons why this is a great idea. Really just, for, you know, the time saving aspect of it, the less mess and helping you stay on a clean eating program are huge benefits. It's easy to find these ideas. Honestly, just search Pinterest or Google, but Pinterest is my favorite. Searching for big batch, you know, meal ideas. And, you know, when you are in the mode of planning your meals and making your, you know, menu and your grocery list, if you can ask yourself if this can be doubled or frozen, then do it and and then save time because maybe once a week you make a big batch something, but then the following week you have stuff to take out of your freezer and your freezer becomes this like rotating door of of different options for you. So um, I am I'm hoping that that was really helpful and I would love to know your thoughts and you know what um, if you guys also have other big batch cooking tips, tricks, and ideas to share. I would love to know what those are as well. Wrap things up here for us today, but let me give you guys just a really big thank you. I'm so appreciative that you guys took the time to listen to this, and um, I hope that you really got some value out of it. So thank you for joining me and listening, and I hope you found it uh, to be a value. And if you do like what you hear, I hope that you'll share this with a friend. And I hope that you will subscribe to my podcast so that you never miss uh, any of the tips or information that I share. And in the meantime, if you'll be sure to please check out my website at commonsensenutritionaz.com. And while you're in there, feel free to shoot me a message. Let me know what you'd like to touch on in future podcasts or anything that you'd like to know more about. I'm always interested to know what you need and what support I can help you with. So, and while you're in there, be sure to check out that programs button in my website to learn more about that clean eating program that I lead each month. I've taken my knowledge of holistic nutrition and health coaching and preventive health, and I combine that with my knowledge of different dietary theories, and I use this to help coach you through that lifestyle program with that 10-day monthly jumpstart. So I'm super excited for you to check it out. Message me through my website once again, commonsensenutritionaz.com to get started. And until next time, this is Kristen Peterson. Thank you for listening to my Common Sense Nutrition Podcast. Thank you.